This episode is sponsored by Divein, a mobile app that makes it easy for anyone to do more good in their local communities. The Divein app connects users to local nonprofits as well as thousands of volunteer opportunities and events. On the app, users can also share stories that inspire others to give back. You can download Divein by visiting divein.app/download. Please stay tuned for this week's installment of Let's Dive In. We'll be hearing from Eva Cedros, Volunteer Tech and Tax Program Coordinator at the Women's Building. The Women's Building is one of thousands of organizations you can find and connect with on the Dive In app. Before we start the podcast, please show us some love by rating and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts, if you're listening from there. You can also tell your friends about Sincerely Human. Help us spread stories of inspiring and kind humans who are doing good in the world. Thanks, guys. Now on to this week's episode. Disability will always be who I am. It is a part of me. I can't emphasize that enough. Being disabled is not a bad thing. It's not a bad word either. It's just who I am. Like someone who has blonde hair or somebody has green eyes. It's a part of who they are. Firstly, understand that, but also understand that there are so many other people who. Would appreciate feeling like they're not the only ones in this world, and social media definitely helps with that as far as connecting the disability group together, but also connecting us with other people who may feel alone in life, who may look at our stories and go like, "Oh my God, this person is so kick-ass," and they're giving me permission to be kick-ass as well. Last March, I was at the Women in the World Summit in New York City. It was a gathering of today's most influential and powerful female role models. I was there to see mine because I understand what it's like to have been a poor girl wanting to do good in the world but not having the means to do it. If for some strange reason you don't recognize that voice, that was Oprah. She was one of dozens of celebrities, journalists. Business leaders and advocates who convened to respond to a recurring question: Can women save the world? And one absolutely kick-ass woman who heeds the call is Jillian Mercado. I am here today to talk to this indomitable young woman, Jillian Mercado, total trailblazer. Wow! Well, it's an honor to be here. First of all, I shared a video of her on Instagram Stories. She reposted it, and in true 2019 fashion, I sent her a DM to see if we can feature her on the show. The reason I asked is because her journey—it just blew me away. This is the story of Jillian Mercado, model and disabilities activist. This is Camille, and this is Maverick, and this is Sincerely Human, a podcast that tells stories of kindness in action from the lens of today's most inspiring humans. I never really truly um, found out how intense. 
the gravity was of a person living with a disability in this world until you know middle school where I was told again and again and again how different I was in a very bad way in a very negative light which stigmatized the fact that disability is always bad or always wrong or always a curse or a mistake for that matter a mistake that wasn't hers that's where we begin Jillian's story I was misdiagnosed with cerebral palsy at a young age, but I really didn't investigate and I didn't ask questions. I thought the doctors knew what they were doing. So, you know, I was like, yeah, sure, okay. And I was tested a thousand times and I basically lived in a hospital for majority of my childhood. What Jillian had was spastic muscular dystrophy. Which basically and essentially is the deterioration of muscles or spasms in your tendons. I mean, that's like my personal disability that I have. There's thousands of levels and there's thousands of different variations of this disability. Jillian has been using a wheelchair for as long as she can remember. She says it's always been survival mode for her, from the second she wakes up to the moment she goes to sleep. I always felt deep in my heart that there was a reason these things were happening to me and that there was nothing that I couldn't overcome. You can characterize Jillian as a really good problem solver. She believes there is purpose in her situation. And all she needs to do is push through and figure things out along the way. I think it's very important nowadays, especially with social media, especially with all these different kinds of outlets to reach out to as much people as possible because we are the biggest minority group yet for some odd reason, people always put us aside in every single conversation. There is about inclusion and diversity. And I say time and time again, if you're going to provide a service, if you're going to talk about inclusion, we have to be part of the conversation. Like there's no if, ands, or buts. Jillian, she's also a proud Latina. So my both parents are from the Dominican Republic and they came here around 18, 19 years old. It's obvious where Jillian's resilience comes from. But what's even more inspiring is her ability to create change. Change that she literally wanted to see. I knew at the beginning that there was a huge hole that was missing in the industry. And that hole was diversity. And that hole was people who looked like myself. Or people who looked different than this odd checklist of having blue eyes, blonde hair, you know, a thousand feet tall or whatever. But I knew first on because I used to collect all these magazines. I used to watch all these runway shows on TV and going like, this is such a magical place. And fashion is such a magical place. But also, why isn't there anyone who looks even remotely close to what I look? You see, Jillian has always been interested in fashion. She studied business and marketing at the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York. But while at an event about five or six years ago, Jillian had a conversation about dogs with someone who was also at the event. Little did she know that this would be the springboard for more conversations and a new career. A few days later, after we exchanged information, I saw that he posted that he was doing a casting call for a new campaign. Mind you, this was a worldwide casting call and I put myself in there, but like a lottery, I had no idea I would get picked. I lived my life the next day like nothing happened. I went to work. And then a few days later, they called me and they said, you're on the running for this campaign. 
and we would love to like have you in it if you'd like to be in it and I was like wait what because in my mind I was like there's no way they're gonna see me with thousands and thousands of submissions mind you this was a man who created all of Lady Gaga's iconic looks at the time she's talking about Nicola Formichetti then artistic director of clothing brand Diesel the same person at the event. He has such a following and everyone wants to work with him. So I was like, oh my God, I would love to work with him. But to be a model for him, that is just like, whoa, blew me out of the water. That was essentially Jillian's first paid gig as a model. My specific ad was first of its kind because it showed someone who had a visible disability in a way where it wasn't necessarily medical that it wasn't necessarily something like charity-based, which is literally always how the spotlight would always turn to us. It's never been really empowering. It's never been like, I'm just a model, period. It's always been like, look at this poor person who has a disability. You should be thankful for your life. You know, always putting the person with a disability as a less than. Less than. That feeling of inadequacy or being out of place, not really belonging. That's what Jillian is campaigning to change with every image, billboard, interview, or social media post. Just like that groundbreaking ad from Diesel. If you Google that ad, you'll see Jillian in her element. She's gorgeous, unapologetically herself, showing her disability for all the world to see and embrace. Out of all of that viralness that came out of that ad, also came all these floods of messages that I personally got, that Diesel got, that um, Nicola himself got, about people saying, I can't believe that I would see this during my lifetime, someone who has a disability themselves, to see them represented in the media or fashion world. Or other people going like, oh my God, I've always wanted to be a model, but I was scared that people were not going to accept me for being myself. Since then, Jillian has starred in campaigns for Diesel, Olay, and Target, to name a few. She has also graced the cover of Teen Vogue's September issue and was named one of the new faces of fashion. I was also struggling myself, like, is this my new career choice? Like, do I go as a model now or do I continue being an editor, which is what I always wanted to do? And I, you know, I was putting myself in a corner and I'm like, no, you have this responsibility now to, you know, have this conversation with a huge audience of people. And if that means being in front of the camera, then so be it, Jillian. It's a responsibility I don't regret. And I'm so glad that I took it because the model that I was looking for all this time was myself. (laughs) You know, I was staring right at her at the mirror. I've committed myself to like, not make myself the only one, you know, because then what's the point? We are literally one out of five people in the world who have disabilities. We will be hitting a demographic for sure, like 100%. If you want to preach about inclusivity, you have to have disability be part of the conversation. Disability should never be excluded from conversations. And people who have a disability shouldn't need to plead for businesses and public places to be more accessible to them. Last month, Jillian started a Twitter hashtag, Disabled Airline Horror. Jillian shared on social media that airport staff completely ignored how to handle her assistive wheelchair. She said that even when she specifically advised that her chair does not fold, the handlers still folded it. 
and it caused the chair to completely snap and break. I am so scared to travel across one state because of my assistive device being broken. Jillian says she's had a horrible experience with airline travel almost four to six times in the last two years. Having this in the back of your mind would obviously drive somebody to not want to experience the world. And that really like gets to me the most. You want to feel like you're worth being alive and worth being a human in this planet. But it's so hard to have that thought process when this world and the people who are responsible in high places to ignore the fact that we exist. We should all take the time to understand where people with disabilities are coming from. And it starts with listening to their stories with kindness and compassion. You know, I have this thing where I always say record and talk about everything. No matter if you have one follower, two followers, whatever, those two followers that are following you can talk about it to their followers, can talk about it to their families, to their friends and saying, hey, I follow this one person who is talking to me about their struggle, about how they succeeded in life, how they're moving forward. And you should really check this out. In a recent article on Glamour, Erin Phillip, a transgender disabled model, shared how Jillian's work impacted her life. Erin says, and I quote, The first time I saw someone like me in fashion was when Jillian Mercado was in a diesel campaign. That was major. I had never seen anything like that before. I was so in complete awe just knowing that she was there, taking up space and doing her job, as she should. Unquote. Aaron's is only one out of potentially thousands of lives Jillian has transformed. I always say that it's important, especially with social media now, to use social media in a positive light. There's a lot of garbage that's on social media, but when you really find valuable treasures online, hold it with your heart and to never let it go. This is like your journey and your route, and you take all the time that you need to feel your value in this world because once you realize how unique and beautiful being different and not the same as everyone else is, that's when you'll truly, truly understand how beautiful this world is and how many other people out there who also will love you exactly the way that you are. It's something that's taken me a while to understand, but it's so rewarding to you know, feel the sun in your face and going, I'm so happy that I am the way that I am. Jillian says we can all move the needle, whether as a person with a disability or as a true ally. As for Jillian, her wheelchair isn't slowing her down from modeling and doing the work she could have only dreamed of when she was young. This is one of those moments where you're going to have to like stay tuned situations, but I can give ish away. I will be in the box that's in your living room in a very near future. The box that we turn on and off every day. (laughs) We couldn't get Jillian to spill the rest. So if you want to get updates and learn more about Jillian, follow her on Instagram at Jillian Mercado and Twitter at Jilly underscore Peppa. Stay tuned for this week's Let's Dive In segment. (music) 
In this episode of Let's Dive In, we're hearing from Eva Cedros, Volunteer Tech and Tax Program Coordinator at the Women's Building. The Women's Building is the first women-owned and operated community center in the country. Each year, we welcome over 25,000 women and their families and connect them with social services, community involvement opportunities, arts, wellness, and other educational events. In 1971, a group of visionary women founded San Francisco's Women's Centers to incubate women's projects in the Bay Area. Our Maestra Peace mural is actually one of the largest murals in San Francisco. covers the entire outer portion of the building, which uh, was completed in 1994. Kind of has really ensured that we've remained a symbol of empowerment and community in San Francisco and especially in the Mission District. While the Women's Building serves women and their families, specifically through their programs, anyone in the community is welcome. So we help women create resumes and find jobs. Definitely that process looks very different here than it might in their home countries. We have a really robust tech program that involves one-on-one tech assistance, so helping folks get connected and then also offering the Open Computer Lab, which is free for anyone to use. We have a wonderful legal aid program that's tied directly to our immigration services. We provide taxes for folks during tax season through the VITA program, which is very exciting as well. The Women's Building is predominantly run by its volunteer task force. Over its history, the Women's Building has sponsored more than 170 organizations, many of which have grown into established nonprofits. You know, for us to be able to do this type of work with uh, volunteers is really wonderful because we are constantly seeing new skills and, you know, new demographics. Folks from all over the world volunteer with us here, and uh, it's really special to kind of open the community in that way as well. Depending on where your passions are, don't wait, you know, get involved. Your impact doesn't have to be huge, you know, it doesn't have to create monumental, immediate, long-lasting change. It's really about starting from a humble beginning and finding your local community-based organization and either donating a few dollars here or there or donating one hour a week of your time. You know, organizations always need help. You can learn more about programs and events at the Women's Building on their site, womensbuilding.org. The Women's Building is one of thousands of organizations you'll see on the Dive-In app. So if you want to connect with local nonprofits and easily discover volunteer opportunities and meaningful events in your area, just visit divein.app/download. All the links mentioned in today's episode are in our show notes. That's it for this week's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll be in your ears again next week. Remember, be good to one another. This show is produced by Human Group Media, an award-winning social good podcast company. Human Group Media works with thought leaders, brands, and organizations to inspire social change through the power of audio storytelling.